Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The horses are on the track. Right around Australia on SEN Track. Thanks to Racing Queensland, this is the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collins. Yes, welcome to the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett and I, Alyssa Smith is my name. We will be bringing you the latest in racing Queensland news across the next half hour. Sam, hello to you. Happy Friday. You are back in town after spending two weeks abroad. You are, you went for a few rides on the weekend. Yeah, it's really nice to be back into the swing of things. It's obviously nice to be back to the beautiful Queensland weather, but uh, this week's been a little bit quiet. Had a jump outs at Doombin on Tuesday uh, and then races obviously uh, on Wednesday as well, which uh, just missed out there, which is funny thing. So I picked mum up from the airport on Monday and she was at the races and one of the photographers that works at the races is a good friend of mine and he was taking these photos and um, mum was sort of standing where I was coming in after this race where I'd just run second and I could hear someone sort of hurling a bit of abuse at me over the fence and I didn't realise it was mum and he caught these two beautiful photos, which I should put up on my Instagram, of me pulling the foulest face and then afterwards I realised it was her and then I was having a laugh. But, I mean, if looks could kill, <laughs> I was about to hurl some abuse back over the fence but it was all tongue-in-cheek. Was I was going to say, was she giving you some advice? No, she was just telling me that I was useless and I should have won. (laughs) What could you have done better, though? Oh, we can always do better, but I thought I was trying my best. But I had one horse, he ran second, Savaleo. He's been knocking on the door and he made a really nice, um, good solid late lunge to almost take the race out and then sort of just missed on the bob of the head and uh, wish I had for Barry Lockwood ran a nice third. So, um, yeah, but there's a, you know, good bit of racing ahead of us. I'm obviously at Ipswich today, but the weekend's looking exciting. We've actually got a couple of um, Brisbane jocks that are heading down to Sydney to fly the flag for us down there this weekend. So just a quick little shout out to Jake Bayless, uh, Kyle Wilson, Taylor and Jimmy Orman who are heading down that way to, yes, support us Queenslanders. How good is that? And Mm. we'll talk to you more about that a little bit later on. Um, But it's great to have you back. It's great to see you back on the track as well, settling in and again, back to your busy schedule as always. Yeah, I love being busy. Yeah, don't we all? Yeah, yeah, love being busy. Keeps us out of trouble, that's for sure. Yes, God knows we need it. for sure. Hey, another jockey who's been around for a very long time and has won multiple Group 1 winners, um, Group 1 races, I should say, uh, is the legendary Larry Cassidy. Yeah, really excited to talk to Larry Uh, this morning. He's obviously been out of the scene for a few weeks with an injury, which I'm keen to talk to him about how his rehab's gone with that. And he's had an absolutely fantastic career up to this point, but it'd be really good to see him back in action tomorrow. Well, let's bring in Larry. Larry, good morning to you. How are you feeling? You've had a back operation just, what, six and a half, uh, seven weeks ago? Yeah, good morning, ladies. Um, Yeah, seven weeks ago uh, on last uh, the Wednesday just being. So uh, back in the saddle, sort of a little bit sooner than I thought I would. Uh, only the fact that um, the physio that I was doing, uh, they were quite happy with me to go back to work, and obviously relayed that to the surgeon. So very pleased to be back and riding on Saturday, uh, riding tomorrow. 
Yeah, well, we're looking forward to having you back in action. You've had such a fantastic career, and I'm sure you've talked to many people about it. But, I mean, at this stage, um, you know, of what you've achieved so far, and did you think, it, you know, when you were going in for back surgery that there was a chance you might not be back in the saddle? There was. Um, I, I was told, obviously, it was called a discectomy. Um, so, you know, it's even though it's back surgery, it's it's sort of minor surgery compared to, you know, a lot of other back surgery. But, you know, there's always those thoughts going through your mind just yeah. before they gave me the injection was, wow, you know, like, am I going to wake up in a wheelchair or am I going to walk out of hospital? And, uh, you know, I woke up pain-free and uh, about four hours later I walked out of hospital. Yeah, you look amazing. pretty pretty wow. lively bopping around the track the other morning. You're like a new human. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's great to be pain-free for the uh, first time. I've been pain-free for about two and a half, three months. So, wow. yeah, it was a great feeling. What was the reason leading up to the operation? What was the reason you underwent the knife? Well, back on the – it was like the 22nd of, uh, 22nd of April, um, I was riding in a race at Doomben on Russian Russian Alliance horse at Kevin Kemp's. I won little filly. I won about four in a row on, and uh, I, I she she jumped well from a wide gate, and I was I was sort of just bringing her back because she was wanting to go a bit quick just so I could get in get in close to the fence. And I got one off the fence, but as I was doing it, I sort of turned, and then as I was coming back, I felt something go on my back, and then I I had this awful pain run up my arm and down my leg, and sort of rode the race like that. Um, got to actually suspended because I sort of lost a little bit of control. Um, nearly put poor Jaden Lloyd through the fence, and went on won the race, but was in awful pain uh, after the race. Obviously, I got got suspended. Um, I was able to have some physio patch it up and sort of continue to do that over the ne- over the course of the next two months until everything sort of went pear shaped and uh, it finally just gave up. Um, so the disc had actually ruptured and sort of bled out whatever is inside the the disc part of the disc had bled out and as it comes out it hardens um hardens on the outside and it, it had hardened around the nerve which obviously is Ooh. is um pushing yeah obviously pressing on the nerve and then the nerves the nerve pain running down my leg was got to the stage where it was unbearable and they rushed me to hospital yeah because i remember talking to you you were heading down to grafton and you were getting a, a lift down with kelly schweder because you so you could lay down in the back of his car because obviously being in that sitting position was and for an extended period of time is it was going to be extremely uncomfortable so i mean do we expecting you to ride three winners tomorrow now because you're just it's like <laughs> you're a new bionic man <laughs> <laughs> three would be fantastic, but I'd be I'd certainly take one. <laughs> Everyone's going to put their money on Larry Cassidy now. Look out! Yeah. <laughs> hey, how does it work, Larry? Because obviously, as you say, you know when you undergo back surgery, for someone a normal everyday person, they might have a desk job. It'd take three months to recover. You obviously you're fit. You're an athlete. You're in the prime of your health. Seven weeks. Not the problem of life, though. <laughs> That's not true. That's not it's, what you tell us all. It's <laughs> half half the amount of time. Is there any fear or any worry in your mind about settling up tomorrow? No, no, not at all. Um, I've ridden I've ridden track work for a week. Uh, last Friday was the first morning I rode track work, and uh, the first horse I jumped on and rode it once once around the track. I just thought, oh, that was horrendous. <laughs> I felt awful. My back had Obviously, I had pain in my back, but not like pain, like the injury, but it was it was more stretching because my back ah. had sort of seized up and I wasn't able to sort of elongate myself um, because obviously they don't give you any back stretches 
um, and they only gave me them on last Thursday after they cleared me. So obviously I've been working on that, and after riding work yesterday, uh, oh, feel feel way way better. So going into Saturday, I'm I'm feeling obviously I'm not 100% fit, but um, I'm as good as what I could be after a week of um, you know doing exercise and what have you. And I've been riding the mechanical horse at the at the apprentice school every day as well. So. So you might be um, a run short yeah. is what you're telling us. So maybe we won't oh, well, watch you in the first race. We'll just watch you in the second race. No, I, think <laughs> I might be a run short, but uh, uh, muscle memory, muscle memory is very, is very yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. And that's it. And you think like, and you've been riding, you know, for a significant amount of time now, you've had your fair share of injuries too. Like, I mean, how you come back and, and the holdups you have is all determined, I guess, on your fitness and, and things like that. But um, what keeps you sort of really motivated to keep riding? Because, I mean, you've got nothing left to prove as a rider. You've had an absolutely fantastic career. Is it just the love of the sport? Yeah, it's. Uh, I've, I've really enjoyed, uh, I suppose, in, in recent years, since since I, seven years ago I had my knees done and I was off for two years and they, they pretty much said I, I wouldn't ride again. And um, I think that time off sort of you know, made me sort of reflect and, uh, sort of showed me how much how much I'd miss it, and yeah, obviously I've come back and done well since then. And uh, I, I think I'll just I, I'm I'm about 140 or 150 winners away from 3,000 winners. Holy well. moly! Yeah, look, it would be nice to ride ride the 3,000 winner. Um, and I think I'll just providing my body will let me, I'll keep riding for another couple of years. Has wow. anyone actually got to 3,000 in Australia? Yes, I think Damien Oliver. Um, there's a few. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, obviously Robert Thompson rode. He might have ridden, nearly ridden four, four thousand. Um, but there's, yeah, there's a there's a good handful. Ah, that's wild. wild. You'd be in the late company, wouldn't you? Jeez. Yeah, yeah. So I've, I've done way better than I ever thought I would when I started out. <laughs> yeah. So talk. <laughs> you you came from humble beginnings, much like myself, but you left the motherland a lot quicker than I did. Um, yeah. Your first move from New Zealand, obviously doing your apprenticeship, was to. Australia to Sydney, am I right? Yes, yes. Yeah, I, I had several trips over and back with um, uh, Bruce Marsh, um, and I was, he was lucky enough to, you know, I was lucky enough for him to bring me over and ride in Brisbane Carnival and then Sydney a couple of times, and then I finally made the move permanently in uh, 1992 and was lucky enough to, to ride my first Group 1 winner um, in Australia uh, a month after I landed here yeah, with the help of my brother, Jimmy. Yeah, that's unreal. And so you've been here, there and everywhere. You've done stints in, in Hong Kong and Singapore. Is there any place that you really felt you, not that you could have done better, that you just really didn't get the results you, you were after? No, I, I I did well in all the overseas countries. Like I rode in Macau for I think nine months and um, I think I finished about third or fourth on the premiership. And Singapore, I didn't complete two seasons. I was three months short. I started three months late in the first season and finished three months short on the on the last season. But I won the Derby both years and rode something like 150 winners there. Uh, Hong Kong, I think it may it may have gone there a little bit young, and Hong Kong was different back then because um, uh, it was still um, it was still run, yeah, uh, by. So it hadn't been handed back to the hadn't been handed handed back to the Chinese. So I left just before the Chinese take over again, and it was a really different and difficult place. Um, the English stewards didn't like 
Australian jockeys and they definitely didn't like New Zealand jockeys. So <laughs> I was a sort of a bit of a mixture. Yeah, you're a real <laughs> bad egg. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I started when Douglas White started, actually. It was the same year and uh, I actually got outed for 12 weeks uh, for not allowing my horse to finish in the best place. Now, this horse was 10 years old and I didn't – it was sore. And I didn't ride it out because, you know, I believed it was sore. And the trainer just said he didn't like the way I rode it. They gave me 12 weeks and then the following week track work, the horse snapped its leg. Oh. Um, but that made no difference to the result of me. So I, I sort of, you know, I just had a bad taste in my mouth about Hong Kong. But I, uh, I think I'd ridden like nine winners in the first six weeks and was going really well. But it just gave me a really bad taste in my mouth about the place. So, look, ideally... If I, if I, if things didn't go that way, I think um, I would have I would have gone way way better in Hong Kong. What's your secret? Just quickly, what, what's your key to riding so many winners? Oh, it's like everything. You need to you do need to get on the right horses. Um, obviously, in Sydney, I had a great run. You know, I, I teamed up with the uh, Hawk Stable when Jack and Bob Ingham owned the team, and also uh, the Gay Waterhouse Stable and all the other big stables in in Sydney. So. Uh, yeah, had a, had a great run there, but you know, wherever I go, I you know, tend to ride winners. So uh, it's just a matter of getting on the right horses, obviously. And I think it's also to do with the jockey as well. I think you're selling yourself a little bit short there, Larry. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. We can't wait to watch you um, jump back and get some yeah, up tomorrow. Back in action tomorrow, but yeah. you're not allowed to beat me home. <laughs> <laughs> I love it at Eagle Farm on Saturday. That's it. Yep, love it. Kind wish, lucky Thanks, decision, Thanks, and Alyssa. sunny days. You'll be riding. Larry, thank you so much for your time. Best of luck. We hope you pull up. Uh, very well after your three rides tomorrow. All the very best of luck. Thanks, Alyssa. Thanks, Larry. We'll see you Saturday, Sam. Bye. <laughs> no love lost, huh? No. <laughs> I love it. What an absolute legend. We'll stick with us here on the Queensland Tube. After the break, we'll have the latest in racing Queensland news. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. The horses are on the track. Queensland is your place to race this year. This is the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collin on SEN Track. Yes, welcome back to the Queensland Hoop where Sam and I bring you the latest in racing Queensland news. Sam, you are back full steam ahead this weekend. Yes, yes, I'll be at Ipswich there. I've got uh, five or six rides there. Um, I love riding at Ipswich. Uh, the rail's back in the true position, which is good. They see good-sized fields, which we haven't probably seen for a while at Ipswich with the rail being out and them doing some remedial work with the track. Um, so obviously that's all back in good-to-go working order. So, yes. Uh, busy day today, and I've got three rides uh, tomorrow at Eagle Farm. There's actually a couple of interesting runners there. Um, Iron Grace, who I sort of thought would run well last week, um, she just needed the run. It was a little bit short, the mm. ideal distance for her, but she's stepping up to the 1,400 metres. And also an interesting runner for me, unlikely occurrence, who's put two wins together on the trot. Um, she comes in with a luxury weight of 52, and she's drawn a really good barrier um, for trainer Damien Batters. So hopefully... There's at least a, one winner in there would be nice. You got enough. <laughs> you've got enough rides today and tomorrow, so yeah, <laughs> keep me fingers busy. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. You can get one and add it to the list.
Yes, of exactly. Your thousand and however many now you've got under your belt. Not as many as Larry. No, three thousand. Isn't that epic? Yeah, if you can get to three thousand, it's an absolutely oh, mammoth effort. Amazing, amazing. Yeah. Hey, um, a little bit of news to go through just before we get talking about where racing is across Queensland for the rest of the weekend. The Queensland Thoroughbred Awards finalists have just been announced. It is on October the eighth at the convention centre. Um, we know there's normally around about 30 awards there. It's for the you know trainer, jockey, and apprentice of the year, as well as Queensland Horse of the Year. Um, there's a lot of talk about Kovalika. Uh, yes. Kovalika. Kovalika, yes. Yeah, being one of the front runners um, in that one, and also Yellow Brick Road, which you know ha- has had an incredible season. Yeah, I saw Yellow Brick Road actually have a jump out on Tuesday. He looks in fantastic order. So exciting times for the Sears camp with him. And um, speaking about jockeys and trainers and things like that, rising star Angela Jones, who we've had on this show before, um, finished on the podium in the Metropolitan Premiership. Um, She's been nominated for Queensland Apprentice of the Year. Emily Lang, Jaden Lloyd and Bailey Wheeler will be her rivals in that one. Yeah, it's a fantastic night, the racing awards. Um, I love getting dressed up as much as the next person. So if anyone needs a plus one, I haven't got a (laughs) ticket. You know, I'm a cheap date. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. Just putting it out there. Yeah, I love it. Um, As you mentioned, the Queen of Ipswich, you'll return there this afternoon. Yes, absolutely. We love it. And then tomorrow, Eagle Farm and Aquas Park Gold Coast on the poly track there. In the country, racing continues at Dolby, Gympie, Atherton, Winton and Springshaw. Then on Sunday, it all wraps up at the sunny coast. Yes, the sunny coast. It'll be a sad day for me on Sunday at the sunny coast. I've had my mum with me this week and I'm... uh, turfing her out of the car and leaving her at Caloundra to start the next chapter of her uh, life and career. So it's been nice having her here this week. So hang on. So she's here for good? For good. Amazing. That is fantastic news. Well, Sam, always a pleasure to see you. Best of luck this afternoon. Thank you. And thank you for tuning in to the Queensland Hoop. It's been great to have your company. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. You can visit racingqueensland.com.au. Happy racing.